0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the world wide web. This is The Rob Carson Show.
1: Yeah,
2: but but no pressure there, ladies and gentlemen, on me. I know I'm not Rob Carson, uh, and I'm not Jerry Callahan either. Jerry is still sick. I'm going to read a statement that he wrote in just a little bit. Yeah, some of you may remember me. Hi, everybody. Yeah, it's Andrew Langer. I used to do radio on Baltimore. Those of you who are listening in Baltimore know who I am. Some of you may have heard me elsewhere. So glad uh, I could join you and that uh, that I've gotten the privilege of doing this today. Just a little bit about me, for those of you who don't know. Um, I, I, do, I do radio. I do some podcasting. Uh, the host of Andrew and Jerry Save the World with my good buddy Jerry Rogers, who's going to join me in just a little while. I also host a Podcast for the Federal Newswire called The Lunch Hour. It's a weekly podcast and deep diving interview show on public policy. And I may be doing another one, adding another another show to the mix. Coming on the road. I also, for those of you who don't know, just uh, recently took on a new gig with the folks who put on the big CPAC conference, the Conservative Political Action Coalition. I am the director of their Center for Regulatory Freedom. We may talk a little bit about some regulatory issues today as the world is burning. By the way, uh, happy uh, day of jihad to all of you. Uh, I just celebrated by having a big slice of uh, pizza with sausage and pepperoni on it, so uh, you figure out the best way you're going to celebrate those things. Uh, What do we have going on today? As I said, Jerry Rogers is going to join us. Uh, He's the editor of Real Clear Policy and my co-host on Andrew and Jerry Save the World. He's also doing a podcast called uh, The Business of America. Uh, Nan Hayworth, a former member of Congress from the great state of New York. She's going to join us to talk about what's going on in Israel, as well as as uh, as well as, uh, what's going on up on Capitol Hill. Uh, and then Phil Kirpin, my old buddy Phil Kirpin from American Commitment and the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Phil is going to join us today. Uh, very excited for that. Uh, you know, Phil's got his, his finger on the pulse of, uh, of what is happening in Washington, D.C. and elsewhere. And we'll obviously have a great perspective on all of the issues of the day today. By the way, you can join the conversation. Would love to get your thoughts. (laughs) Let's uh, let's just call it what it is, a phone scan Friday here on the Rob Carson Show. Uh, We're going to be, anything you want to talk about, but really, obviously the big issues of the day, what's going on in Israel and how that is spilling over into America, uh, or what's going on with the speaker's race. You know something, I'm going to put that question out there right now for all of you. It's a multi-part question. A, when, frankly, when or if, when are we going to get a Speaker of the House? Uh, and who will that Speaker be? Uh, I, I, I was pretty much well on the record saying I knew that we were not going to have a Speaker by last night. I would not have predicted that Steve, Steve Scalise was going to be out of the running uh, by last evening. Uh, but sure enough, that came to pass. Uh, I, I am going to, well, you know something, I will share later on what I think my prediction is. I want to know from you what you think your prediction is. 1 800 922 6680. That's how you call us here on The Rob Carson Show. 1 800 922 6680. You can also message me on Twitter at Andrew underscore Langer on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash Andrew Langer Show. That's the best way to get a hold of me uh, to, to talk about these great issues of the day uh in fact let's start here i want to start with this statement from jerry callahan uh jerry who was going to be filling in for rob he got under the weather he's you know he got just had major voice issues um uh, jerry is recovering which is great um but he had wanted to read this today and this is about what's going on uh, with israel and hamas jerry writes uh can you imagine The 9-11 terrorists being celebrated on college campuses and in major cities on 9-12, while the rubber from the towers still smoldered. What we're witnessing now across the United States.
0: Um, I wasn't expecting what seemed to be a sneak attack after we had discussed
2: But what Um, we're witnessing now across the United States is just as bad, maybe worse. The 9-11 terrorists were monsters, demons, absolute savages. But they didn't stab kids or shoot them in the face and target elderly at a bus stop. And they didn't run and hide in tunnels. In their sick, twisted minds, they went after U.S. commerce, military, and government. Again, they were evil, and I believe they're burning in hell. Hamas is just as evil, and tonight they're hiding behind the babies they stole after killing their parents. And today there were thousands of Americans cheering them, applauding them, celebrating what they did while they are holding and torturing American citizens. How the F word did we get here? The pro Hamas sentiment, out in the open, proud, unafraid, is one of the sickest things I've seen in the country. And it's happening on college campuses where you had better not misgender someone or take Fauci's name in vain. Feel free to burn an Israeli flag, but you don't dare defile a BLM banner. Tomorrow is the day of jihad. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know because we have no orders. There are a lot of people in this country who hate this country. They hate this country every bit as much as Hamas hates Israel. And this time it will be much easier for the savages because they won't need paragliders or bulldozers or tunnels. They're already here. That is a, a statement from Jerry Callahan, host of the Callahan Show. Newsmax guy, someone who fills in uh, here for Rob. Um, and you know something he's he's not he's not wrong. you know we are in very very serious trouble here in America uh, to say the least and you know it was funny because I was going to lead off with this I still will lead off with this um, you know the, the leadership in Washington DC uh, here let's uh, let's hear uh, what uh, John Fetterman uh, Congress I'm sorry Senator from Pennsylvania had to say about the talent that we're seeing in Washington DC Right. no worries. I can I can wait on this <laughs> as we're as we're getting things together. Um, it, it goes it goes beyond. You know we'll we'll, we'll get to we'll get to what uh, Senator Fetterman said in a moment because uh, one of the things I want to spend some time talking about today is something that happened last night in Fairfax County, Virginia. All right, well let's let's hear let's hear uh, what John Fetterman had to say. You all should need to know that America is not sending their best and brightest, you know, to Washington D.C. <laughs> uh-huh. like sometimes sometimes you literally just can't believe like you know these people are making the decisions that are you know determining the the government here it's 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 actually scary yeah it is you 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 think senator fetterman i I mean you know i don't listen i don't know if this was a massive self-own on the part of john fetterman I don't know if it's a, you know a part of his his uh, uh, disability uh, that he would say this. Uh, but but you know in the end, right? I guess it really doesn't matter because it was a massive self-owned. Yeah, John Fetterman, We look at you and we listen to you and it is emblematic of everything you just said. You can't believe the people that are being sent to Washington DC. And it's people on on both sides of the aisle. Uh, you know, I, I, I go and I look and, and I see, um, I'll, I'll give you a, a prime example, someone that I have had admiration for in the past, Nancy Mace, you know, who, who said her piece and did things that were, you know, stuck to her guns on the issue of, of, of fiscal responsibility and then turned around and, and you know, committed herself to uh, having McCarthy vacate the chair or vacate the speakership. And and then goes up on Capitol Hill and wears a, a a t-shirt with a scarlet A on it, like she had just watched the Emma Stone movie Easy A. Anyway, you know, so let's let's take a phone call here. Let's go to uh, let's go to Chuck in Brooklyn Park. Uh, Chuck, uh, uh, good afternoon. Welcome to uh, uh, welcome to the Rob Carson show.
0: Hi. Um, good morning. I, good morning. I just wanted to say. Um, you know I hear talk about indigenous people all the time all the time indigenous people and I, I watch Bill hemmer on Fox say that before we make any decisions about Israel we need to investigate history and check things out and this and that and yada yada okay all you have to do the greatest history book about Jews in the world the Bible right and it never mentions a Palestine right Palestinian people all these people that are in so-called the Gaza, they are from other surrounding countries that moved right. in there. So, uh, you know, they scream about American Indians, all these indigenous.
2: The Jews have been there for 4,000 years. I guess they What's have. more indigenous than that? That's right. They, you, 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 are, you are absolutely correct, Chuck. And listen, thank you very much for the call. I urge folks, if you're not following a guy named Greg Price, who is a, a, a great conservative commentator, um, he is uh, also a communications guy, uh, uh, Greg underscore Price Eleven on Twitter. I still call it Twitter. He's got a great thing. I'll put it up on the Andrew Langer Show page. I'll, I'll, I've already retweeted it. Um, he has a really great history about the the Arabs and Israel and the so-called Palestinians. Um, and we need to, you know, we need to be calling out this myth about Palestine and the Palestinians. I'm I'm not going out on a limb here to, to say that there is a mythos that has been created uh and and doubled down upon uh, all you know through, throughout all of this. Um but so you go and and the other part of this I'm sorry the other part is not only the mythos about Palestine. But we have to be really clear uh, uh you know in America and elsewhere in 2023 that it's no longer, we can no longer allow for people to hide their anti-Semitism behind what they call anti-Zionism. The reality is that anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. And it is the worst kind of anti-Semitism because it presupposes the complete and utter destruction of the Jewish people around the world. Um, Listen, I want to hear from you on these issues. We're going to go and talk, speaking about this mythos and about hypocrisy. Because I want to get into, uh, on the show today, this clip of uh, uh, this speech that was given in Fairfax County, Virginia. Uh, last night at the Fairfax County school board meeting, uh, there was a uh, there was a um, uh, school board member named Abrar Omish who was very upset about the observation of a, of a moment of silence. No, no, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get to it. I'm not going to play it right now. Um, um, we will... But I wanna I, we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about this in the context of the mythos that is out there. But in any case, uh, when we come back, we're gonna take more of your phone calls. Uh, the phone number here is one is eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. You can also message me on on Facebook, facebook.com, slash Andrew Langer show. I'm Andrew Langer. I'm in for Rob Carson, and this is the Rob Carson Show. Well, welcome back, everybody. I am Andrew Langer in for Rob Carson today. So glad you're letting me join you. And it's nice to hear from some familiar uh, from familiar faces. I'll say familiar names here. Uh, got a nice uh, uh, got a nice little note from Phyllis saying, it's so good to hear you. I miss you on the weekends. I miss that, too. And I can't believe it's been two years. Uh, listener Marty uh, texted in, um, uh, and he's right. Uh, uh, the fact uh, that... Hamas charter calls for the total destruction of Israel. How do you negotiate for your own destruction? Hamas doesn't want a political solution. They want all or nothing. Absolutely true. Uh, And uh, listener Chris uh, writes in, Christopher writes in, uh, what was uh, AOC's dress message? Tax the rich. That's exactly what it was. Um, the performative issues that, that are out there there uh, you could join the conversation as i said one 800 let us go to dennis who's calling from all the way out in washington state uh, good morning dennis uh, welcome to the rob carson show
0: hello andrew So uh, I've been thinking about this uh, Israel Hamas thing. If I'm not mistaken, Hamas is one of those people who are deathly against touching pork or anything. What if you dip the bolts in pig's blood and go after them that way? They wouldn't be seeing all of them, would they?
2: Hey, listen. This is th- these are these are these are tactics that we have all talked about using in the past, and I don't think that they're uh, I don't think that they're wrong. Of course, we I mean, keep in mind, right? I mean, when we're talking about the Israeli army, you know that, that there are laws about uh, uh, Kashrut, the kosher laws out there that may make it uh, a little hard for for them as well. But certainly, I think these are worth exploring, right? You think about the unconventional tactics that the Navy SEALs used against the Viet Cong uh, during the Vietnam War, uh, and we need to get a little bit creative in terms of, of of dealing with Hamas. So, listen, thank you, thank you very much for the call, Dennis. I I, I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, you know, we're looking at. We're, so, let me let me talk about this this situation. So. I woke up this morning. I uh, was prepping for some other work that I was doing, and a lot of folks were talking about this situation in, uh, in in Fairfax County. Now, I have clips of university students here and their concerns that are out there, and clips of of, uh, of you know people just saying the dumbest things. Um, but you know, one of the issues that we have obviously is what's happening with our kids and their education. Um, you know, we, we sit here and we wonder, well, why is it? Uh, that we have uh, the have these the situations on college campuses where college students are saying stupid things. Well, we all know it deep down inside. College students say st- stupid things. That's what they do. They go to college and and they they you know they get infected by whatever kind of uh, progressive bias their professors have, whatever trendy lefty situation is. In fact, if you've never gone and seen the movie uh, PCU, I cannot recommend that movie enough. Uh, it came out in the '90s. Very prescient about this. Uh, and one of the things in that movie that they talk about are the causeheads—the uh, people who uh, uh, they are—they are big and all hot on a particular political cause, and they go to the mattresses for it, and it lasts for about a week. this is invariably—it's all about—it's all about ignorance. Uh, was the point uh, of that movie? Um, and so. The problem, of course, is that these students are learning things; these kids are learning things from the adults around them, uh, and we know that. Well, we obviously have known what happens on on college campuses, but certainly we've seen what happens in our elementary schools and our middle schools and our high schools, and this is what gets into the whole parental rights movement. We spent a lot of time, obviously, over the last couple of years talking about with regards to the parental rights movement, uh, the issue of sexuality and how sexuality is discussed or expressed, and gender identity, and the back and forth between, uh, you know, whether or not uh, uh, kids, and I want to be really clear about this, I don't think a kid has a right to hide anything about their sexuality from their parents. I mean, at the very least, to not let teachers know. the, the, The teachers do not have the power or the right to keep secrets from parents, um, uh, about especially about things that are sexual in fact i have a a guide here that i use um if a if a we, we should as a nation as a society uh be discouraging any instance in which a a teacher uh keeps a sexual secret with a student uh, we you know we've gone down the road and, and had a have have spent many many hours months years uh making sure that uh, that uh, uh that uh, we don't have these inappropriate interactions between teachers uh, in stu- and, and students, and, and yet we have the situation. Anyway, the point is you have people who believe that there is a fake culture war that is going on. Uh, in fact, we have another clip, I'm not going to play it right now, of uh, the, the, my, the minority leader in the Virginia House of Delegates uh, who calls it um, uh, a fake culture war. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It's not a fake culture war when you have members of school boards who are in charge of of overseeing these schools uh, essentially engaged in this activity. And so case in point is a woman named Abrar Omish, and she's a member of the Fairfax County School Board in Fairfax County, Virginia. Now, I bring this up because Fairfax County is under a great deal of scrutiny in any case because of the board's policies and a lot of these cultural war issues that are out there and um, and, and and frankly as, as one of these wealthy school districts in the country, as Fairfax County goes so do a lot of other school districts in America. So last night at their board meeting at the the, the school board meeting they had a moment of silence for the uh, the victims of the Hamas attacks in Israel. And because it's American 2023, of course, somebody on this school board was opposed to it. And I'm going to tease this up right now. We're not going to play the whole thing. We don't have time right now. But here is uh, school board member Abrar Omish uh, uh, voicing her concerns about this moment of silence. Go ahead and play the clip. Thank you. Um, I wasn't expecting what seemed to be a sneak attack after we had discussed uh, making sure we represent all children in the ways that we speak and when we speak. Um so it's disappointing that my colleagues would do that behind my back after conversations that we I have. We can had. stop it there. So because we'll, we'll come back to this. Here's here's a here's a little handy tip to Abrar Omish, the school board member. If the people you are speaking in support of, i.e. Hamas, if they have just engaged in a horrific sneak attack against innocent people in a nation, a sneak attack in which women were raped people were kidnapped babies were beheaded and burned and murdered otherwise it's probably not a good idea to use the phrase sneak attack when castigating your colleagues who want to hold a moment of silence for the victims of those heinous attacks i mean i i don't know maybe it's just me but maybe you ought to use some different verbiage Listen, we're going to continue with this. Going to be joined by Jerry Rogers from Real Clear Policy. You can join the conversation, 1-800-922-6680. I'm Andrew Langer. This is The Rob Carson Show. well welcome back everybody i am andrew langer in for rob carson today so glad uh, i'm allowed to join you i'm able to join you i should say Wherever you're listening to The Rob Carson Show on this Friday, and I hope you're staying safe. You all know me. If you know me from the past, listen to me elsewhere. You know I I tell folks at the end of the show to stay safe. I mean that uh, even more sincerely uh, on a day like today where we just don't know what's going to happen. Listen, joining me right now, (laughs) yes, as uh, listener Marty has already said, we're putting the band back together. Joining me on the Newsmax Hotlines, my old buddy Jerry Rogers, uh, editor of Real Clear Policy, host of uh, of the Business of America podcast on Federal NewsWire, and the co-host of Andrew and Jerry Save the World, Gerald. Coach, listen, <laughs> uh, Andrew. Uh, I, I yes. like
0: what you said because you know what I've been you know engaged today with interviews and editing and reading, and I find it amazing how. Uh, even here in our own political debate, you know, we have the speaker uh, election, the crisis in Congress, and you have the Democrats uh, talking in unison about MAGA extremism, huh. and we can't get the people's business done because of MAGA extremism. How about Democrats? You stop worrying about the speaker's race and stop worrying about the lunatics who support Hamas in your own party.
2: Right, and that and that's exactly it. It's you know we've got this clip of of AOC talking about ethnic cleansing, and it, it's it's amazing to me. You know the concept of the cell phone, right? Which is this idea. You know it used to be just people who speak without uh, without a, a awareness of their own hypocrisies. You know this idea that you would say something about about Israel being engaged in ethnic ethnic cleansing where literally that is what Hamas wants to do. They want to they want not just a Jew-free Israel, they want a Jew-free planet in the same way the Nazis wanted a Jew-free planet. It's just that the Nazis were much much more efficient about doing this. I mean, am I am I wrong here, Jerry? No, of course. And this is what we have to teach our young people.
0: There's a yeah. reason why uh, the universities are exploding with hate. It's because we don't teach the truth. Look, Hamas is not about liberating Gaza. Hamas is not about uh, making life better for those who live under their authority. Hamas mm. is about the destruction of Israel and the murder of Jews. That's it. So well, when AOC, but not just AOC, university presidents and the head of law schools and law students and the elite, uh, the elite opinion uh, makers in our country in Hollywood and the media, when they do this uh, this moral equivalency, uh, what they're doing is they're promoting uh, the evil that is Hamas.
2: We're talking with uh, Jerry Rogers. He's the editor of Real Clear Policy. He is the host of the Business of America podcast. I'm going to ask him about that in a second. My ho- co host on Andrew and Jerry Save the World so let's let's pull it back here, Jerry. Uh, we've we've got this speaker race. In fact, I, I called you last night, uh, as I got that as I want to do uh, uh, at, at you know nine o'clock at night. I I'm like Jerry. I, I think I think Scalise is out. Uh, literally, I'm, I'm going home from from a dinner uh, to celebrate one of my kids' birthdays. And, and I see a tweet from somebody I don't know who it is saying that Scalise is out and I'm thinking no this is just rumor and then I see that the BBC has tweeted it out which you know I, I would I would take that a little bit more uh credibly um your your reaction here where where do we go from here
0: well, well listen first of all stop the language of its chaos and oh my goodness this is unprecedented, although it is unprecedented. But the fact of the matter is... That is
2: also
0: What also is unprecedented is 25 years uh, that Congress hasn't passed uh, the 12 appropriation bills. What also is unprecedented is $33 trillion in national debt. What also is unprecedented is $2 trillion deficits year in and year out. If Look, I think Matt Gates is a clown. And I think those who... Uh, 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 surround him are the circus. But you know what? Sometimes the circus comes to town uh, and maybe cleans things up. Maybe things get better. Because the way we've been doing it, you know, Speaker McCarthy failed. And Republican speakers before him, Ryan, Boehner, Hastert, they failed. The last time we had a speaker who put forward uh, appropriation bills and a balanced budget was back in the 90s with Newt Gingrich. Right. And so I'm Ooh. sorry. I mean, we need w- moving forward. What I hope happens is uh, someone who we don't even know his name or her name right now will become speaker, and regular order returns to the House.
2: I had a uh, conversation with John Solomon this morning, um, uh, the editor of uh, Just the News, founder of Just the News, and and he essentially, you know, he he reminded me about uh, reminded us all about Dennis Hastert and, and, and how Danny. Dennis Hastert came came out of I uh, came out of left field. Um,
0: accidental speaker
2: right and so one wonders about uh, one wonders uh, if there isn't a player to be named later that might emerge uh, listen I think we could I, I know this is gonna drive a lot of Rob's listeners up the up the wall but I'm gonna say it anyway I would be I would be happy if New kingrich came back uh, you know when we went outside and, and we could do we could do far worse than that but but you know' or, and I know you've talked about um, um, Oh, good Lord. The, uh, the the acting speaker, whose name is now escaping me. Uh, oh, McHenry. Uh,
0: uh, Patrick McHenry.
2: Patrick McHenry, yes.
0: yes. You know what? Just, just slip him in there and let him yeah. do it. Look, what, at the end of the day, Andrew, I don't care. What I care about is no more omnibus budget. Right. No more uh, federal spending. You know what? Listen, uh, we will never get inflation prices, uh, wages right again until we get uh, the out-of-control spending uh, uh, is somewhat in control. And, and the fact of the matter is, look, look this, as we speak, Joe Biden is out there talking about the miracle of Bidenomics. Yes. My goodness, last month, um, the, the, the uh, real wages fell. Uh, prices rose by 4%. We have inflation. We have spiked energy costs. It, the average typical American is spending $700 more per month than uh, two and a half years ago, uh, about 17% more for typical items. Uh, we, 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 I mean, think about this. Think about what things cost. And we, the, the crisis stems from the deficits and the debt, $33 trillion in debt. The Congress has to get some control over this.
2: You know, it's interesting, Jerry, and again, we're talking with Jerry Rogers, the editor of Real Clear Policy, um, you know, to, to put your policy hat on. Uh, because you bring up the issue of of Bidenomics uh, and this issue of being detached from reality, right? Which is something you and I spend a lot of time talking about on our show is is the collapse of objective truth in the world. And you you look at the the, the attempts to spin Bidenomics and the attempts to spin the inflation numbers, and, and objectively, the inflation numbers are not good. Uh, we, we did not perform. But hold on, let me get let me get to the the, the question here, Jerry. So Paul Krugman tweets out. And this is this is the the example that I want to use here. Paul Krugman the who Enron is an
0: economist, yes. Yes,
2: yes, 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 thank you. Yes, but a very well respected lefty economist or respected on the left. He tweets out this chart yesterday uh saying that we've had a victory over inflation. Only he excludes things like car payments, transportation payments, energy <laughs> costs yes. and and food costs. I mean, essentially anything, or I'm sorry, not essentially, anything that is essential in our daily lives is excluded from that. How can we hope to solve problems when folks who are calling the shots are creating new realities, Jerry?
0: Well, well and again, this is not just the economy, right? Right. Over the last decades, and, and more recently since, no, since uh, Obama and since Joe Biden, uh, th- there are all of these false narratives, right? Intersectionality. Uh, uh, the uh, we have to de uh, you know uh, we have to uh, 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 Iran nuclear deal Russia gate Black Lives Matter the women's march critical race theory the COVID lockdowns all the narratives are wrong and they're wrong when 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 they face reality but guess what the left does they double down on the wrongness right. and right. so the answer to that is and you know you, you and I have talked about this on the uh, Andrew Jerry Save the World podcast yeah we we simply have to keep speaking the truth, and also, I mean, I would do things like let's let's second let's not send our kids to these Ivy League schools and these elite colleges, look for different colleges uh, let's not send our kids, pull them out of public school look you you're, you're, there are public schools, you're better off letting your kids stay home and watch Sesame Street than sending your children to most public schools. and so someone you know parents and and communities are going to have to. Uh, but make hard decisions, and we're going to have to pull out of these failed institutions like public schools. But the but the answer is, you know, to give hope to our listeners. Keep on keep on speaking the truth, and you know, eventually, you know, hopefully, the truth will will win out.
2: Yes, I agree. So, uh, before I let you go, know, what's uh, what was the what are the big things on Real Clear Policy today? What you what you put up this morning?
0: I mean, I mean, look, I mean, I, I, it's it's you know, can the pro-Palestinian left redeem itself? You know, let's stop the woke scapegoating of Jewish people. Uh, you know, how are Jews today? You know, I got calls last night from parents uh, uh, up in the, the New York area about warnings because today is right. a, a global day of jihad. You know, we're, we're committing uh, a, a Western civ suicide. And so, uh, real clear policy focuses on those issues and also uh, not forgetting the victims and not forgetting right. the children who have been slaughtered. And, and let's, you know, look, the bottom line is this. And this is that real clear policy today. Uh, defeat Hamas. That's, that's yeah. it. Defeat Hamas. Uh, I, I, I prayed with my kids today. I prayed for peace in Israel, but victory in Israel. That's, hey. that's, 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 the, that's, that's it.
2: Jerry, real quick, uh, tell us about the new podcast, The Business of America
0: you got me all worked up on a Hamas. Sure. Um, uh, Look, it's it's what Teddy Roosevelt called the men and women in the arena, the doers, the makers of our economy, uh, those who create jobs. It is going to be uh, uh, discussions with those innovators, entrepreneurs, and leaders on how do we make America work.
2: There we, there we go. So go check that out. Uh, the Business of America podcast hosted by Jerry Rogers. It's a, on the same Federal Newswire channel as my uh, uh, lunch hour podcast, my deep dive into the into public policy. Jerry Rogers, thank you so very much for joining us today.
0: God bless you, Andrew. Catch you later.
2: That was Jerry Rogers, the editor of Real Clear Policy on the Newsmax Hotline. Listen, I want to get your thoughts about what uh, Jerry and I have been discussing about the speaker's race. Uh, what do you think uh, what do you when when do you think we're gonna get a speaker who do you think it's going to be uh, the number here 800 922 zero one eight nine two two6680 you can also message me on Facebook facebook.com slash Andrew Langer show or at me on Twitter I am Andrew Langer I am in for Rob Carson of course this is the Rob Carson show Welcome back, everybody. I am Andrew Langer in for Rob Carson today. You could join us here on the Rob Carson Show. Uh, We've got uh, the the number here, 1-800-922-6680. If you don't want to come on the phone, you don't have to. I'd love to chat with you. I do miss the phone calls. It's funny. Jerry says I romanticize the callers, but I I really don't. I, I do I do miss them. One 6680 Want to get your thoughts both on what's going on in Israel? Absolutely. Let me know what what, what you're thinking about there and here at home. Uh, and then what's going on up on Capitol Hill here? Uh, but we got this uh, got this from uh, listener Christopher, uh, who wrote well about the, the the teachers and students. He wrote it's like uh, bad touch without the touching. Absolutely. Uh, uh, he also writes "Bring Back Schoolhouse Rock" and "Verb the Black Superhero." Says hate crime is two is two nouns or short for "I hate crime." Listen, I uh, I love Schoolhouse Rock. Uh, I I loved you know Grammar Rock, Mathematics Rock, uh, History Rock. I all of all of those things are very cherished memories to me. Uh, in fact, when I used to do my uh, my uh, Fourth of July shows on the old station, I would play I would play those. There is something that is missing. And I know, I know Chris, you, you may be speaking tongue-in-cheek here. But there is something very much missing in terms of our, our – let me, let me actually – I'm going to digress for a moment. On this issue of Schoolhouse Rock and where we are as a society, you, you've, you've, you've touched on something that's very important to me. One of the problems we have in America – is that we no longer have a common heritage. Uh, we no longer can agree on who we are as a people and where we came from. And that is by design. There are people who have wanted to tear America apart for the last uh, more than half century, uh, probably for the last three quarter of a, uh, quarters of a century, if not longer. Um, and we could talk about the role that the Russians played or the Soviets played in this and other entities that have used our our you know tools, of Western civilization against us. But the bottom line is that the more you can pull Americans apart and the more you can, you can get a, a certain percentage of Americans to doubt who we are as a people, then the harder it is for Americans to come together to deal with a particular issue. Right, and the more Americans can be divided, the much uh, more easily they can be controlled by the powers that want to control us. Again, a very dangerous place to be. And then I bring this up because that was one of those areas where schoolhouse rock was vital. Because you remember, yeah, it wasn't just noun is a person, place, or thing, or I'm going to unpack my adjectives, or a conjunction, junction, what's your function, or the multiplication rock, figure eight, uh, three is a magic number, all great things. I love them. But history rock was vitally important. Now, understand the time that we were in. History of Iraq came out right around the time of the Bicentennial. Now, that was very important to me. If you, again, and I'm saying this, by the way, you can't see me. You're going to have to take my word for it. But right now, I am wearing a. I am literally wearing an American flag shirt today. And I know some folks will say that that's uh, a sacrilegious or a desecration of the flag. I don't necessarily agree. Um, but I'm wearing an American flag shirt today and and because I, I love America, and I think today is the kind of a day where we need to demonstrate our love of country. And I know some folks also think that patriotism is the last refuge of the scoundrel. I don't mean it in that context. The point is, I came of age and really started to think about the way the world works around me around the time of the Bicentennial. And I'm sure that was the same way for a lot of you. You know, learning about pride in America. And one of the ways that I learned about pride in America was through Schoolhouse Rock. Things like the shot heard Round the world, or No More Kings, or We the People, Right, we, the, we the people, the, the singing of the preamble to the to the uh, the Constitution of the United States. you know those the, the three ring circus of government which is something that when I was teaching at the collegiate level, I would actually use that with my students so they would have a better understanding of the way our government works because that's the other thing that we don't have. The point is when you trash American history, and you take great pains to tell kids that America is not an exceptional nation, and that you tell them that the that because the people who founded this nation were imperfect men, therefore the principles upon which the nation was founded is founded are imperfect and therefore bad. Of course, forgetting again in the pream- preamble of the Constitution, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union. It's an aspirational sentiment, an aspirational document, a more perfect union. We're never going to be perfect. We as a nation. But we need to be striving to become more perfect. More in a moment. Well, welcome back, everybody. I am Andrew Langer, and I am in for Rob Carson today. Uh, So glad that I can join you on this Friday. Friday the 13th, we haven't even talked about the fact that it's Friday the 13th. Um, not something that I particularly fear or as you can as you can see really take notice of except oh hey by the way it's Friday the 13th I mean obviously we um, uh, uh, on 68 today, the day of rage that we have here uh, the day of jihad that that is supposed to be going on uh, you it takes a little bit greater concern uh, that, that it is Friday the 13th but it doesn't it doesn't bother me we got so much more to get to on the show today and uh, let me just tell you who's coming up we got Nan Hayworth Nan's an old friend uh, of mine old friend of my shows uh, she's a former member of Congress she is from New York uh, and we're gonna we're gonna talk to her both again the, the two prevailing stories today the, the the greatest hits in the news uh, are are obviously what's happening in Israel right now and what is happening here at home with the speaker's race uh, then later on we're gonna be joined by Phil Kirpin uh, who is uh, the founder of uh, both American Commitment and the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Uh, and he is a, a great economic mind. He works with our uh, Steve Moore, who you all know and, and most of you love, I'm sure. Um, so, so Phil's going to join us again to, to talk about these kinds of issues. Uh, you can join the conversation, as I have said. Uh, 1-800-922-6680. 1-800-922-6680. That's how you call us here on The Rob Carson Show. You can message me while I'm on the air, Facebook.com/andrew Langer show, or you can at me on Twitter, what is now called X, I guess, at Andrew underscore Langer, send me your messages, please. And you can be critical, of both the calls and the messages.
1: President Trump is leading in the polls, but only one network is covering President Trump's events live. That's Newsmax. Millions have made the switch to Newsmax because it's the real news they can trust. President Trump says he loves Newsmax. Every night, you can start watching with Rob Schmidt at 7 p.m. Eastern. Rob Schmidt is exposing the Biden impeachment truth. All this week, Rob looks at the Biden money trail and the tens of millions that went to his family. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your cable operator doesn't carry Newsmax, Call them and demand it. And don't forget to download the Newsmax app on your iPhone or Android. It's absolutely free and you can start watching at any time. Get the Newsmax app now. Get Newsmax at home and make the switch. You won't look back.